Acadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Thursday, May 18th, 2023. Good morning, I'm Mike Sepervivi. We begin today with the unfortunate news of the passing of superstar Billy Graham, widely recognized as one of the most innovative and influential professional wrestlers of all time. Real name Eldridge Wayne Coleman, he had been put on life support on Tuesday after months of hospitalization for a variety of organ failure stemming from an infection in his ear that had spread to his skull. It was the culmination of decades of health struggles for Coleman, including multiple liver failures, cirrhosis of the liver, and heart failure. With his trademark tie-dyed ring gear, feathered boas, sunglasses, and bleach blonde hair, his image would be adapted by numerous wrestlers who came after him. His muscle-bound physique, the result of early and heavy experimentation with anabolic steroids, made him stand out during the 1970s and later would become the norm in the pro wrestling industry in the 1980s and beyond. His brash and boastful promo style patterned on that of Muhammad Ali also set a standard in the industry. Graham's influence could be seen in the appearance and promos of later wrestlers ranging from Ric Flair and Jesse Ventura to Scott Steiner and Triple H, but most notably in the case of Hulk Hogan, who has often discussed how much of his persona was copied from that of superstar Billy Graham, one of the wrestlers a young Hogan was most drawn to during his early years as a fan in Florida. In the ring, Graham is best remembered for his time in the Worldwide Wrestling Federation in the late 1970s, where he ended Bruno Sammartino's historic run as world champion on April 30, 1977 in Baltimore, and reigned for 10 months. His record as the longest reigning heel world champion in the company's history would stand for 40 years before being broken by Brock Lesnar in 2018. As champion, his drawing power was strong, and he became an early example of a heel who was so entertaining that the fans enjoyed cheering for him. In later years, some would criticize Vincent James McMahon's decision to take the title off of Graham so soon and give it to Bob Backlund, feeling Graham would have eventually been successful as a babyface world champion. After taking over the company from his father, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, a strong supporter of Graham in the 70s, would recreate that persona to a degree with Hulk Hogan a decade later. Coleman first broke into the business in 1969 in Calgary's Stampede promotion and immediately drew attention due to the physique he honed in his earlier years as a competitive bodybuilder. In California, he would gain the superstar Billy Graham name while competing as the brother of Dr. Jerry Graham, founder of the Graham Wrestling Family, which also carried over when he and Jerry came to wrestle for the Florida Territory, run by another Graham member, Eddie Graham. In the 1980s, drug issues as well as depression and other health concerns began to plague Graham, and he never again reached the heights he'd achieve as WWF World Champion, attempting to reinvent himself and even getting a shot at a WWF comeback in 1987, which fell through due to a hip replacement that ended his in-ring career. Graham courted controversy in later years, in the 1990s, during the WWF's steroid scandals. He unsuccessfully sued McMahon in the WWF, claiming to have been forced to take steroids to succeed. He also made accusations of sexual impropriety against several individuals inside the company, which he later admitted were fabricated. Although he would eventually return to the WWF's good graces and receive a Hall of Fame induction in 2004, Graham continued to make sometimes controversial and polarizing statements in the years that followed. Graham's health continued to deteriorate due in part to the damage done to his body by the steroids that also helped him attain his greatest successes. 
Graham is survived by his wife Valerie, daughter Capella, and son Joey. Superstar Billy Graham was 79 years old. AEW presented Dynamite last night live on TBS from the Moody Arena in Austin, Texas. The final segment of the show saw Hangman Adam Page rejoin the Elite, coming to the aid of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks as they fought off an attack from the Blackpool Combat Club. We are the heart! We are the soul! We are the spirit of this place! We are... The Elite! So run and hide! Run and hide while you can! Because it's double or nothing! It's the Elite Blackpool Combat Club! Anarchy in the arena! Whoa! Whoa! That's massive! Hangman Page returning to AEW and immediately dropping bombs! The BCC had also attacked the Bucks backstage in another angle earlier in the show. Roderick Strong pinned Chris Jericho in a Falls Count Anywhere match in which the Jericho Appreciation Society and Adam Cole were barred from the building. The finish included interference from Cole against Jericho, which was legal because the fall took place outside the arena. This may have been a Roderick's plan all along. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Adam. Call the boom! They're in that, whatever that friggin' thing is. Oh! Roderick Strong, the jumping knee. He covers. Two, and three! Yeah. Wow. That's your winner, Roderick Strong! Beat him in a dirt pit. Thanks to Adam Cole, baby! In the opening segment of the show, Wardlow was laid out by Luchasaurus and Christian Cage during an in-ring promo. Karen Jarrett, wife of Jeff Jarrett, made an appearance on the show, attacking FTR and helping her husband along with Satnam Singh and Jay Lethal and laying them out. In other results, Darby Allin and international champion Orange Cassidy beat Big Bill and Lee Moriarty. Tony Storm and Ruby Soho defeated Hikaru Shida and Britt Baker. Ricky Starks got disqualified for using a steel chair during his match with Jay White, and Jungle Boy pinned Roosh. Roosh, Jose, and Preston Vance attacked Jungle Boy after the match, but were run off by Darby Allin and Sammy Guevara. With some more All Elite Wrestling news, here's the Wrestling News' Lou Kippelman. AEW officially announced its new Saturday Night Live wrestling TV program yesterday. At the 2023 Upfronts, held at the theater at Madison Square Garden in New York City. The new show, AEW Saturday Collision, was unveiled by Kathleen Finch, chairwoman and chief content officer for Warner Brothers Discovery's U.S. Networks Group, during WBD's Upfront presentation. The two-hour Saturday collision is scheduled to premiere on TNT Saturday night, June 17th at 8 p.m. Said Tony Khan, quote, With the addition of AEW Collision on TNT, I'm extremely proud that a Turner Network will be the home of Saturday Night Wrestling for the first time in more than two decades. The debut of Collision is significant across numerous sectors. 
including television, wrestling, entertainment, and sports, and reinforces AEW as the bold property we envisioned when we launched in 2019. End quote. For the wrestling news, I'm Lou Kippelman. In news from Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling presented Day 5 of the Best of the Super Juniors Tournament yesterday at the Sun Plaza Hall in Sendai, Japan. Victorious in A-Block tournament matches were Taiji Ishimori, Speedball Mike Bailey, Doki, TJP, and Hiromu Takahashi. Victorious in B-Block tournament matches were Yo, Master Wato, Robbie Eagles, Clark Connors, and Kevin Knight. Day 6 of the tournament is set to take place today in Morioka, Japan, with the tournament eventually wrapping up on May 28th in Tokyo. The King of DDT six-man tag team title changed hands in Chiba, Japan, with the team of Kazusada Higuchi, Ryota Nakatsu, and Yuki Ishida, collectively known as Haramau, defeating Shinya Aoki, Super Sasadango Machine, and Yuki Ueno in a match taped last Sunday but aired yesterday on the Wrestle Universe streaming platform. Also on the card, Jun Akiyama, Yuji Hino, and Yukio Sakaguchi defeated Harashima, Tetsuya Endo, and Yuji Okabayashi in the main event. And with corporate news, here's the wrestling news's Lou Kippelman. The name of the new company combining WWE and UFC will be TKO Group Holdings, according to an exclusive report yesterday from CNBC. The two entities will retain their own names, but will both be a part of the new TKO company, under the umbrella of the Endeavor Group, the corporation that purchased controlling interest in WWE last month. The sale of WWE to Endeavor is expected to officially go through and be finalized later this year. The CEO of TKO Group Holdings will reportedly be Ari Emanuel, who is also CEO of Endeavor, with Vince McMahon remaining as executive chairman. For the wrestling news, I'm Lou Kippelman. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and seven days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The Wrestling News can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the Wrestling News across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall. Just the Wrestling News. The Wrestling News is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the Wrestling Newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.